good evening good evening good evening good people so we are at the last day of january i don't know about you i'm not sure where in the world did this whole month go but apparently um it was moving (laughs) because i am sitting here january 31st and last year this time I had recorded something, so I'm looking at a year ago today I was recording, so that's interesting. So, I'm back at it again. I promised two episodes this month, and so with all my timing and everything that I got going on, this is the only day that I could, you know, really take the time to chat with you all. And out of all days, I choose a day where my voice is raspy. And um, I hope that you're able to hear me clearly. You know, um, I am not sick or anything like that. I find myself being very, very, um, (laughs) what I would say, vocal at my son's basketball games. And so this past Thursday, he had a game playing against this undefeated team and lost by five. But the mom and me... Um, is um, very loud and very boisterous and like to verbalize my own coaching from the sidelines and from the bleachers. So mama was out here yelling out here in the streets and I have not quite gotten my voice back. And with that being said, um, with that being said, you know, I am... <clears throat> here tonight just to chat with you all and it's it's a topic that's um a little heavy on me tonight because just thinking about what I was going to share and I was going in one direction when I thought about it but spirit led me into a different one so the, today's episode I want to focus on safe places um and I would say that it comes up for me to talk about safe places due to the fact that recently last week we heard about um, Regina King's son committing suicide and it that just hurt my heart and then I just learned up this morning waking up about the Miss America 2019 beautiful young lady 30 years old I believe her name is their name crystal whatever but and that last night she wrote on ig that she wanted peace and um she took her life and she took her life by jumping off a huge high-rise building where she lived and she had talked about some of the things i read is that she had talked about how You know, self-care is important and how she dealt with depression or how she dealt with, you know, some of her dark moments. And it um, it just saddens me because in both articles that I read, they talked about how each person really felt deeply for people, how they really cared and loved people. And so with that being said, You know, it reminds me of, you know, 
individuals who you know who are empathic who and, and you know all of us to assert all of us are empaths like don't let's not get it twisted but all of us are empathic and we're empaths but there are some empaths on this world these chosen ones that are more in tune and very in sync with their emotions and they feel everything so if you're not an empath to that degree just imagine putting yourself in an empath shoes where you can feel everything you can pick up energies from all over from different people and just you're dealing with your own stuff right so just think about you dealing with your own energies but then you can and pick up other folks around you whether it's positive or negative right so just think about you're in a in a party with a million people around you and you get all this energy right and so that can be extremely a lot and so you know i wonder if those individuals were empath but it just doesn't matter whether they were empaths or not when depression hits when anxiety hits it hits in such a way that sometimes you feel like it's controllable and sometimes you feel like you can't and i don't know about you but i'll speak for me throughout my life i know when i'm in my season i would call of darkness in my season where i feel like there's a cloud over me and I used to realize when it would come over me and it would be around about the holiday months. And this was, I would say, before my mom passed away. And I would have bouts of sadness, but couldn't pinpoint where a lot of my sadness came from. I just would just have sadness and nothing would be wrong. I, I you know, I wouldn't be going through anything at that point. But I would experience bouts of sadness. And, you know, working with my good therapist and other things that I was, that that has come to my awareness that, you know, my mom, when I was in her stomach, when I was, you know, being baked, (laughs) um, my mother experienced bouts of sadness, bouts of anxiety and detachment, a connection with me. And so I... You know, through the umbilical cord and through her being being inside her, I took on that energy. I took on her sadness. I took on all the things that she was contending with. So I say this to say that some of the stuff that I am going through and growing through is not mine. It's not my stuff. And so I find myself right now, things come into my awareness and I am dealing with those things and releasing those things and, you know, basically saying, mama, this ain't my stuff and you can have it back, you know? Um, So I just want to share that, but, you know, having a safe place is critical. Um, There may have been times when individuals yourself or people you know or even including you you know you know I'll speak for me again you know I have had thoughts not a plan because I'm still here but I have had thoughts of what would life be like 
if I wasn't here anymore. You know, um, there were some dark times throughout my life where I thought I would probably be better off in 7-7 heaven versus the address in which I was living. And I didn't always feel good about having those thoughts. I didn't always um, was affirming to myself when I had those thoughts and uh, was going through, you know, some tough times during those times. And honestly, I thought that if I wasn't around anymore, then people wouldn't have to worry about me. You know, that was the, I would say the reasoning that I had behind feeling the way that I was feeling or experiencing what I was experiencing. And at that point in my life, I did not have a safe place or a safe space to land to share those type of intimate thoughts, to share, you know, what I was feeling. And so I'm so grateful to the Most High God for having a prayer life, even at a young age. You know, I was reared and, you know, and um, raised in a church. So I had a foundation for myself. Um, Of course, I've had a, a praying mama and a praying grandmama and godparents, whatever, but I had to be honest, I wouldn't say the best relationship, but I had a relationship with God and I I would pray. And so I'm so grateful for my own prayers at that time, but also people who were praying for me and I probably didn't even know was praying for me um, besides my mom and them. But anyway, so when I think about people who are no longer here, that decided to take their lives, you know, what were they thinking, you know? Um, Did they have a safe place to land? Did they have a safe place that they can go to really deal with the emotions and the concerns they had without judgment, right? And so it just concerned me. I was talking to someone that I feel is very close to me a few months ago and they had experienced um, a a significant loss and the person shared with me that you know they didn't feel as if they had a safe landing place to be vulnerable to share how they felt to deal with all the emotions that, that that was coming up during that time and it really saddened me that that person didn't feel that they had a safe place. And so, you know, those of you who are listening to me, I pray that you find a safe place. I am fortunate enough to say that I have safe places, plural, um, but I have one in particular safe place that that I am so grateful for that is a safe place where there's no judgment and no assessment and I've been fully transparent you know in that safe place and I'm so grateful for it and I'm praying that as you're listening to me and it's painful it may be to listen to me especially my voice sounding like this so I won't keep you long but to 
not have a safe place to land. If there's an opportunity for you to find a safe place with someone, do that. It could be with your therapist. It can be with a childhood friend or best friend or your spouse or your significant other. But find yourself a safe place to land. And when you find yourself not being able to find anyone, please contact the suicide hotline because there are individuals on behind those that call who can be willing to help you to navigate through your thoughts and to help you help you see things from possibly a different vantage point maybe helping you to see things in a different lens or maybe be able to provide you a location where you can go immediately for some help I'm praying for the young lady's mom and I'm praying for Regina King and her family and all these families they have to endure the questions in their mind the all the emotions and feelings that they have and the wondering and I'm even telling myself as I know people that may be struggling with anxiety, depression, or having, you know, dark days, for me to really pay attention to those individuals and understanding what they're saying and paying attention to what they're saying and paying attention to um, their behaviors. Because immediately if I see some behavior shifting, you know, I want to be able to, you know, immediately take action you know um if you know someone that is having you know these dark moments and you know have these thoughts ask them if they have a plan ask them you know what's going on and provide some type of come up with some type of an agreement where hey if you you know if someone is experiencing something you say to that person hey, I am not well, and I I need help. I am waving the white flag, like, come get me now. Have some type of a code word or some type of a sign to say, danger, danger, come get me, right? Because I never want anyone to feel that alone. And I never want people to feel like, oh, people are going through their own stuff. I'm not going to bother anyone with with you know what's going on with me emotionally and whatever people do want to help I had to come clean about my dark days with a friend and I'm coming clean with any of you who who talked to me and I was talking to my mentee you know last week or so and she was saying how you know hey you know haven't really heard from you and haven't really spent much time what's going on and you know, is everything good? And I did, I was honest with her and I said, you know, I realized from mid-September, mid to end September to like the first or second week in January, those are usually my, that's usually my darkest period. And they're my darkest period because it's going into the eve and into the 
anniversary of my mom transitioning. There is um, just all that whim of emotion that goes on around about that time leading up to the anniversary and then on that day. Um, you know, I've lost some other significant folks within that period. Um, so it makes it very, very tough, you know, and even though fall is my favorite season, you know, as we tailor into and move into the winter months, I think I do suffer from some light deprivation and, you know, it gets dark and things like that. So I think that also uh, adjusts my moods and what's going on and, and then I'm already a true Aquarian and, and moody anyway. So I got that on top of that. And then homegirl about to turn 47 in the next couple of days. And so hormone thing is a whole nother topic. And I'll probably be talking about that sometime in the next month or so. I think I'm going to title that one, that conversation, the horror of hormones. Because baby, listen, baby, between one to beat somebody and cry all at the same time um that's a whole nother conversation but anyway but i I, i'm really challenging you all to think about and i'm asking this question do you have a safe place do you have a safe place to go when you're having dark moments do you have a safe place to land and have very candid a real transparent vulnerable conversations with when things get so gloomy for you when things get so dark for you who do you run to who you go to of course you know my with my beliefs my spiritual beliefs I'm gonna say go to God first and have those dangerous prayers going but also I want you to think about is there a person who's your person who's your people who's your tribe that you can center yourself around and say tribe or person I'm not well and I'm not sure how I'm going to make it through that's your time to have those conversations please know that no matter what you're going through or growing through God will see you through if it's your finances God can turn things around It may take some time, but he can turn it around. If you lose a home, guess what? You can always buy another one. If your credit credit slip and you lose some points, there are some other ways that you can get them points back up. If you lose a job, hell, everybody hiring. You just name it, and you might just get a better one with more pay. But you can find another employment. If you're ending a relationship, that no longer serves you anymore. That season is up. It is okay. And allow God to work on you and heal you so that you can attract that next person in your life who will be ready for you and you be ready for them. And take that time to spend time with God and also spending time with self, falling back in love with you. If it's a family member that you have lost, I know how it is to lose someone very precious and important to you. And every death is going to be different. Whether it's a parent, a spouse, a significant other, a child, 
whatever. All deaths are effing horrible. I get it. The grieving process feels like forever. There may be times you feel like you want to check up out of here when you lose that person that's very close to you. But know that with time and with the strength of God, God will see you through. Even in the midst of your grief, even in the midst of your loss. Trust me, that person who you lost wants you to have life and life more abundantly. They want you to live. So, even if you've lost someone, take the time to grieve. But know that joy will come up in the morning. Know that you will be able to laugh again. Know that you will be able to smile again. Take it from me, somebody who my world was shaking and turned upside down when my, my rock, my mama left. And the guilt I felt when I tried to laugh, when I tried to live. And she came back to me in her way to say, oh no, baby girl, we won't be doing that because I'm where I'm supposed to be and I'm good and I need you to be good too. So there are ways to be able to deal with this world, what we've been dealt with, this, this game called life. And we need to play it to our advantage. And sometimes we are dealt a badass hand. But I know in the midst of the hand, you're going to have an ace and a hole. You are a queen. You are a king. You're going to have what you need. And there's going to be some motherfucking jokers in that pin that mix too. But we got a trick for that person as well. But we're going to make it through. But I need you to be here to make it through. You may have a story to tell. The things that you are going through, God may be using you to tell that story to help to heal somebody else. Where is your safe place? Where is your sacred place? Where do you go when times get hard? Who do you go to? Who are you vulnerable with? And I must just say this. You have, you may have some people within your camp and your crew, but it's you that's holding back. What created stories have you told yourself the reason why you can't be vulnerable with someone? And yeah, I can say that because I'm talking to me. I was that person that would only give you just but so much. That would only give you a little bit. That wouldn't share everything. And I will be going through it. But somebody will ask me, am I good? And I will say yes. Somebody asked me if I'm fine. I will say I'm fine. But in the inside, crumbling. In the inside, sad. In the inside, depressed. All because I'm letting pride eat me up. And I'm letting pride tell me that I'm good. I, am, I had to let go of that person. That person wasn't no good for me anymore. How can I get the help that I need if I don't share? And I can, I'm a good sense of character when it comes to people. So I know the people who I could have gone to and shared, but I still chose not to because I created a story. I would say I created a lie to say, oh, I'm going to be a burden on people. That was a lie. That wasn't true. 
because I had no burden of truth around that. I said I didn't tell people because I thought they would judge me. It could be possible for some, but everybody wasn't out to judge me. But even if they did, it still would have been a place to share what's going on, to deal with it, to have someone to comfort me, even in the midst of somebody else having other thoughts of, you know, how I should handle the situation or what have you. But I was so blinded by my own stories that I couldn't see that I did have a safe place in safe places. So I, I, as I wrap this up and share this with you, the other thing you need to pay attention to is how you show up, the energy that you bring, and how you connect with others. How are you treating others? You got to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Think about the things that you say that can be fucked up. And you might be saying something fucked up to someone that might be on their last, last strength of everything. And you can be that person that say something so off the hook that that person can say, thank you for that confirmation, the main reason why I want to be here, and I'm out. You do not know what people are going through. So be mindful of the things that you say. Be mindful of how you treat people. If sometimes people, you know, grate your cheese, make you upset, sometimes you might just have to take some deep breaths and say, you know what, I'm feeling real charged right now. I don't want to say nothing that I ever regret. I don't want to blow up. So give me some time and space. And trust me, I don't always do that. I've had some experiences just recently where I don't always do that. That's why I have to continue to do the work on me. When I find my temperature rising, and trust me, I'm I'm way better than what I used to be because I used to be a hothead. And I'd be ready to go off, fly off the handle, punch something, do something. But I tell you, people are leaving this earth. People are checking up out of here. Depression is real. COVID and everything else has caused people to go within or go into a dark place, you know, a cave of depression that some don't know how to pull themselves out of. So pay attention. Pay attention to how you treat people. Every chance that you get that you can show love and be love and give love and express love. You ain't got to go all out. You ain't got to buy nothing. You ain't got to do nothing. You just got to be. It never hurts to smile. It never hurts to lift someone's spirit. It never hurts to drop a dime on somebody, give somebody a call. I know we got all these ways of connecting, but pick up the phone and hear somebody's voice. Drop somebody a card in the mail. Send somebody a text and say you were on my mind. Because you just never know how that text might be saving a life. That that phone call may have stopped somebody from slitting their wrists or slitting their throat or jumping off a building. People want to feel love, especially when they're in a dark place. They want to be able to feel it. 
and we have to forgive those who do decide to end it all. Please don't judge them, people. You don't know what's in their head. You don't know what they're experiencing. You don't know how unbearable it is for them or how unbearable it was for them. Send them love and light. Send them peace. Send them comfort. And do that for their families who have to remain here to deal with them no longer being here. So on that note, I'm challenging you today. If you don't have a safe place, find your safe place. There are safe places around you. You just got to stay open and find that person. And if you don't know, pray about it. Ask God to reveal your person, your people, your safe place. All right. I was going to end this earlier, but you know me. I'm talkative, even with a raspy voice. I'm coming back to you in the next couple of days. My birthday is 222, baby. February 2nd, F2 is loading. Listen, it's all about manifestation. 2222. Then you're going to have 22222. Listen, this is the time to start thinking about what you want. What do you want to come to fruition? So with that being said, I'll see you or you'll hear me on 222 my birthday and I probably still sound like this but just think it's sexy (laughs) all right y'all I love y'all peace